O Israel, the Lord is our God, the Lord is one. Blessed be the name of the glory of His kingdom for ever and ever. Amen. Good morning, Mishpacha. Welcome to the Daily Audio Torah. I'm Laura Densmore, your host, and I'm so glad you're joining in with me today. Today is Thursday, December 30th. Journey with me through the entire Bible in one year, focusing on the biblical calendar, the Sabbath, the feast, and the Torah reading cycle. We have many voices, interpretations, and points of view out there, but there is nothing like listening to the crystal clean, pure Word of God in your life. It is living water for your spirit. As it is written in Romans 10:17. So then faith comes by hearing and hearing by the Word of God. When we listen to the spoken Word of God, it is living and powerful, and sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing even to the division of soul and spirit, and of joints and marrow, and is a discerner of the thoughts and intents of the heart. Hebrews 4.12 The Word of God is alive, it is powerful, and it renews our mind and builds up our spirit. Are you being blessed by this ministry? Please consider supporting Daily Audio Torah. You can make a one-time or a recurring donation by going to dailyaudiotorah.com and then click on the Give pick on the navigation menu. You can then make a secure online donation there. Thank you for your prayers, and thank you for your support. Now let's continue our journey through the entire Bible in one year. This week we are reading from the Israel Bible for the Hebrew Scriptures, and for, from the King James for the Brit Hadashah. Today we continue the Torah portion, Ba'era, and it means, And I appeared. Exodus 8, 7-18 For tomorrow, he replied, And Moses said, As you say, that you may know that there is none like Hashem our God. The frogs shall retreat from you and your courtiers and your people. They shall remain only in the Nile. Then Moses and Aaron left Pharaoh's presence, and Moses cried out to Hashem in the matter of the frogs, which he had inflicted upon Pharaoh. And Hashem did as Moses asked. The frogs died out in the houses, the courtyards, and the fields, and they piled them up in heaps till the land stank. But when Pharaoh saw that there was relief, he became stubborn and would not heed them as Hashem had spoken. Then Hashem said to Moses, Say to Aaron, Hold out your rod and strike the dust of the earth, and it shall turn to lice throughout the land of Egypt. And they did so. Aaron held out his arm with the rod and struck the dust of the earth, and vermin came upon man and beast. All the dust of the earth turned to lice throughout the land of Egypt. The magicians did the like with their spells to produce lice, but they could not. The vermin remained upon man and beast. And the magicians said to Pharaoh, This is the finger of Hashem. But Pharaoh's heart stiffened, and he would not heed them, as Hashem had spoken. 
And Hashem said to Moses, Early in the morning present yourself to Pharaoh, as he is coming out to the water, and say to him, Thus says Hashem, Let my people go, that they may worship me. For if you do not let my people go, I will let loose swarms of insects against you, and your courtiers, and your people, and your houses. The houses of the Egyptians, and the very ground they stand on, shall be filled with swarms of insects. But on that day I will set apart the region of Goshen, where my people dwell, so that no swarms of insects shall be there, that you may know that I am Hashem in the midst of the land. Malachi 1, 1 1-2.17 A pronouncement. The word of Hashem to Israel through Malachi. I have shown you love, said Hashem, but you ask, how have you shown us love? After all, declares Hashem, Esau is Jacob's brother. Yet I have accepted Jacob, and have rejected Esau. I have made his hills a desolation, his territory a home for the beasts of the desert. If Edom thinks, though crushed, we can build the ruins again, thus said the Lord of hosts, they may build, but I will tear down, and so they shall be known as the region of wickedness, the people damned forever of Hashem. Your eyes shall behold it, and you shall declare, Great is Hashem beyond the borders of Israel. A son should honor his father, and a slave his master. Now if I am a father, where is the honor due to me? And if I am a master, where is the reverence due to me? Says Yahweh Saveot, the Lord of hosts, to you, O Kohanim, who scorn my name. But you ask, how have we scorned your name? You offer defiled food on my altar. But you ask, how have we defiled you? By saying, the table of Hashem can be treated with scorn. When you present a blind animal for sacrifice, it doesn't matter. When you present a lame or sick one, it doesn't matter. Just offer it to your governor. Will he accept you? Will he show you favor? Says the Lord of hosts. And now implore the favor of Hashem. Will he be gracious to us? This is what you have done. Will he accept any of you? The Lord of hosts has said, If only you would lock my doors and not kindle fire on my altar to no purpose. I take no pleasure in you, said the Lord of hosts, and I will accept no offering from you. For from where the sun rises to where it sets, my name is honored among the nations, and everywhere incense and pure oblation are offered to my name. For my name is honored among the nations, says the Lord of hosts. But you profane it when you say the table of Hashem is defiled and the meat, the food, can be treated with scorn. You say, Oh, what a bother! And so you degrade it, says the Lord of hosts, and you bring the stolen, the lame, and the sick. You offer such as an oblation. Will I accept it from you, says Hashem? A curse on the cheat who has an unblemished male in his flock, but for his vow sacrifices a blemished animal to Hashem. For I am a great king, says the Lord of hosts, and my name is revered among the nations. And now, O Kohanim, this charge is for you. Unless you obey, and unless you lay it to heart, and do honor to my name, says the Lord of hosts, I will send a curse and turn your blessings into curses. Indeed, I have turned them into curses because you do not lay it to heart. 
I will put your seed under a ban, and I will strew dung upon your faces, the dung of your festal sacrifices, and you shall be carried out to its heap. Know then that I have sent this charge to you, that my covenant with Levi may endure, says the Lord of hosts. I had with him a covenant of life and well-being, which I gave to him, and of reverence, which he showed me. For he stood in awe of my name. Proper rulings were in his mouth, and nothing perverse was on his lips. He served me with complete loyalty, and held the many back from iniquity. For the lips of a Kohen guard knowledge, and men seek rulings from his mouth. For he is a messenger of the Lord of hosts. But you have turned away from that course. You have made the many stumble through your rulings. You have corrupted the covenant of the Leviim, says the Lord of hosts. And I, in turn, have made you despicable and vile in the eyes of all the people, because you disregard my ways and show partiality in your rulings. Have we not all one Father? Did not one Hashem create us? Why do we break faith with one another, profaning the covenant of our ancestors? Judah has broken faith. Abhorrent things have been done in Israel and in Jerusalem. For Judah has profaned what is holy to Hashem, what he desires, and espoused daughters of alien gods. May Hashem leave to him who does this no descendants dwelling in the tents of Jacob, and presenting offerings to Yahweh Savayot, the Lord of hosts. And this you do as well. You cover the altar of Hashem with tears, weeping, and moaning, so that he refuses to regard the oblation any more and to accept what you offer. But you ask, because of what? Because Hashem is a witness between you and the wife of your youth, with whom you have broken faith, though she is your partner and covenanted spouse. Did not the one make all so that all remaining life breath is his? And what does that one seek but godly seed? So be careful of your life breath, and let no one break faith with the wife of his youth. For I detest divorce, says Hashem, the God of Israel, covering oneself with lawlessness as with a garment, says the Lord of hosts. So be careful of your life breath, and do not act treacherously. You have wearied Hashem with your talk, but you ask, By what have we wearied him? By saying, All who do evil are good in the sight of Hashem, and in them he delights, or else, where is the God of justice? Revelation 21, 1-27 And I, John, saw a new heaven and a new earth, for the first heaven and the first earth were passed away, and there was no more sea. And I, John, saw the holy city, New Jerusalem, coming down from God out of heaven, prepared as a bride adorned for her husband. And I heard a great voice out of heaven, saying, Behold, the tabernacle of God is with men, and he will dwell with them, and they shall be his people, and God himself shall be with him and be their God. And God shall wipe away all tears from their eyes, and there shall be no more death, neither sorrow nor crying, neither shall there be any more pain, for the former things are passed away. And he that sat upon the throne said, Behold, I make all things new. And he said to me, Write, for these words are true and faithful. And he said to me, It is done. I am Aleph and Tav, 
Alpha and Omega, the beginning and the end. I will give to him that is a thirst of the fountain of the water of life freely. He that overcomes shall inherit all things, and I will be his God, and he shall be my son. But the fearful and unbelieving and the abominable and murderers and whoremongers and sorcerers and idolaters and all liars shall have their part in the lake which burns with fire and brimstone, which is the second death. And there came unto me one of the seven angels, which had the seven vials full of the seven last plagues, and talked with me, saying, Come hither, I will show you the bride, the Lamb's wife. And he carried me away in the spirit to a great and high mountain, and showed me that great city, the holy Jerusalem, descending out of heaven from God, having the glory of God. And her light was like unto a stone most precious, even like a jasper stone, clear as crystal and had a wall great and high, and had twelve gates, and at the gates twelve angels, and names written thereon, which are the names of the twelve tribes of the children of Israel. On the east three gates, on the north three gates, on the south three gates, and on the west three gates. And the wall of the city had twelve foundations, and in them the names of the twelve apostles of the Lamb. And he that talked with me had a golden reed to measure the city, and the gates thereof, and the wall thereof. And the city lies four square, and the length is as large as the breadth. And he measured the city with the reed, twelve thousand furlongs. The length and the breadth and the height of it are equal. And he measured the wall thereof, a hundred and forty-four cubits, according to the measure of a man, that is, of the angel. And the building of the wall of it was of jasper, and the city was pure gold, like unto clear glass. And the foundations of the wall of the city were garnished with all manner of precious stones. The first foundation was jasper, the second sapphire, the third chalcedony, the fourth an emerald, the fifth sardonyx, the sixth sardius, the seventh chrysolite, the eighth beryl, the ninth topaz, the tenth Chrysoprasus, the eleventh, Jacinth, the twelfth, and Amethyst. And the twelve gates were twelve pearls. Every several gate was of one pearl, and the street of the city was pure gold, as it were transparent glass. And I saw no temple therein, for the Lord God Almighty and the Lamb are the temple of it. And the city had no need of the sun, neither of the moon, to shine in it. For the glory of God did lighten it, and the Lamb is the light thereof. And the nations of them which are saved shall walk in the light of it, and the kings of the earth do bring their glory and honor to it. And the gates of it shall not be shut at all by day, for there shall be no night there. And they shall bring the glory and honor of the nations into it. And there shall in no wise enter into it anything that defiles neither whatsoever works abomination or makes a lie, but they which are written in the Lamb's book of life. Psalm 149, 1-9 Praise ye the Lord. Sing to the Lord a new song and His praise in the congregation of saints. Let Israel rejoice in Him that made Him. Let the children of Zion be joyful in their King. Let them praise his name in the dance. Let them sing praises to him with the timbrel and harp. 
for the Lord takes pleasure in his people. He will beautify the meek with salvation. Let the saints be joyful in glory. Let them sing aloud upon their beds. Let the high praises of God be in their mouth and a two-edged sword in their hand to execute vengeance upon the heathen and punishments upon the people to bind their kings with chains and their nobles with fetters of iron, to execute upon them the judgment written, This honor have all his saints. Praise ye the Lord. Proverbs 31, 10-24 Who can find a virtuous woman? For her price is far above rubies. The heart of her husband does safely trust in her, so that he shall have no need of spoil. She will do him good and not evil all the days of her life. She seeks wool and flax and works willingly with her hands. She is like the merchant's ships. She brings her food from afar. She rises also while it is yet night, and gives meat to her household, and a portion to her maidens. She considers a field and buys it. With the fruit of her hands she plants a vineyard. She girds her loins with strength and strengthens her arms. She perceives that her merchandise is good. Her candle goes not out by night. She lays her hands to the spindle, and her hands hold the distaff. She stretches out her hand to the poor. Yes, she reaches forth her hands to the needy. She is not afraid of the snow for her household, for all her household are clothed with scarlet. She makes herself coverings of tapestry. Her clothing is silk and purple. Her husband is known in the gates when he sits among the elders of the land. She makes fine linen and sells it, and delivers girdles to the merchant. 4, 3, 2, 1 I want to speak to you from Malachi today, and then we're going to jump into Revelation chapter 21. And in Malachi, we see God's indictment against the Kohanim, the priests of that time. Chapter 2, the Lord says to them, Unless you obey and unless you lay it to heart and do honor to my name, says Yahweh Sabaoth, I will send a curse and turn your blessings into curses. I will put your seed under a ban, and I will strew dung upon your faces, the dung of your festal sacrifices, and you shall be carried out to its heap. So the Levitical priesthood is completely corrupt. And they are not teaching the people the Torah, the Word of God. And they are not walking in the truth and integrity and in righteousness of the Torah. They have utterly gone into abomination, into idolatry, into corruption. And God is indicting them about this. So this Levitical priesthood that came about uh, when the red, the golden calf incident happened and the people were worshiping the golden calf and the Levites stood with Moses and said, we stand with you. So the priesthood transferred from the first son, the oldest son in each family, over to the Levitical priesthood. Well, now this Levitical priesthood is about to be shelved, put on the shelf. And the original the original Melchizedek priesthood is about to be restored when Yeshua comes. He will restore the Melchizedek priesthood that was shelved 
at the golden calf incident because the Levitical priesthood has failed. Now, is the Levitical priesthood done away with? No. It's still in play, and they still have a role to play. But they are not the primary. They're not the superior priesthood. The superior priesthood is the Melchizedek priesthood, and the Levitical priesthood, the restored Levitical priesthood, will run in tandem and in parallel with the Melchizedek priesthood. They will have a job. They will have duties. They will have a role in temple service. But they are not. They are secondary. They are not the primary. The primary is the Melchizedek priesthood. So after the book of Malachi is written by Malachi, there is a silence from God for hundreds of years. Total silence. There are no prophets that speak to the people, speaking the warning message, speaking the repentance message. It's just silent until Yeshua is born as a tiny baby from a humble mother and father. Well, his father is Yahweh. His mother is Mary. Now, continuing on in Malachi, chapter 2, verse 7. For the lips of a Kohen guard knowledge, and men seek rulings from his mouth. For he is a messenger of Yahweh Saviot, the Lord of hosts. The Israel Bible commentary to this verse reads as follows. Malachi explains that the priest's responsibilities extend beyond service in the Beit HaMikdash, the temple, to include teaching Yahweh's law to the people. Knowledge is not just conveyed, it is guarded and preserved so that the message is transmitted faithfully. That can be done only if the Kohanim themselves are men of integrity and truth just as water can be contaminated if kept in a rusty container god's teaching must be protected and spread by men about whom it can be said nothing perverse was on his lips he served me with complete loyalty so when we conclude the book of malachi tomorrow then there's a period of silence of hundreds of years while the people wait for god the father to send his one and only Son, Yeshua, into the world. Now let's take a look at Revelation chapter 21, and we see this amazing description of the heavenly city of Jerusalem. But not all are allowed access to her. The fearful, the unbelieving, the abominable, the murderers, the whoremongers, the sorcerers and idolaters and liars shall have their part in the lake which burns with fire and brimstone. This is the second death. So, this John continues on and he says in verse 10, He carried me away in the spirit to a great and high mountain, and he showed me that great city, the holy Jerusalem, descending out of heaven from God having the glory of God, and her light was like unto a stone most precious, even like a jasper stone, clear as crystal. Now this is very interesting, verse 12. And this city had a great wall, a very great and high wall, and had twelve gates. And at the gates were twelve angels, and names were written thereon, which are the names of the twelve tribes of the children of Israel. So this pulls in the Old Testament. It pulls in 
the Hebrew scriptures, the 12 tribes, uh, which is the 12 sons of Jacob. And then continuing on, on in verse 14, and the wall of the city had 12 foundations, and in them the names of the 12 apostles of the Lamb. Well, that brings in the Brit Hadashah, the New Testament, the 12 disciples, the followers of Yeshua, our Messiah. So the 12 tribes and the 12 apostles are now literally a part of the structure of this heavenly Jerusalem. It's the marrying and the coming together and the unifying of the Old and the New Testament of that it brings it all together as one in the structure of this very city. So we look forward to the day when we shall see this heavenly Jerusalem descend from the heavens, when we shall be able to walk her streets made of gold, and when we shall be able to go to whatever uh, dwelling it is that Yeshua has prepared, because he goes and he prepares a place for us. We may go through some suffering and through some trials and persecution now, here on earth at this time. But it's only a bleak in the eye compared to eternity. And 5,000 years from now, 10,000 years from now, 100,000 years from now, we will hardly remember the persecution or the trial or the sorrow that we might be going through right now. This is just a moment in time, and it too shall pass. May we take great joy in Yeshua, our Messiah, our soon and coming King, our beloved, our betrothed, our husband-to-be. And may we keep our eyes on Him and rejoice in Him always. Shalom in Yeshua the Messiah. Amen. Yevrekadonai Vikuneka Isa Adonai Anav Ileka Vayaseh Leka Leka Aaronic Blessing from Numbers chapter 6, 24-26 Adonai bless you and keep you. Adonai make his face to shine upon you and be gracious to you. Adonai lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. <laughs>